DJ P-Dog kicks off the March Music Madness series with a touch of nostalgia and brings you his New Jack Swing Mix. Y'all ready for this? It's going down March 12th, 9 p.m. Eastern Time, 8 p.m. Central. Can I get your attention, please? Event will be streaming live on Twitch.tv and YouTube.com at DJ P-Dog. I know you're going to dig this. Welcome to the DJ P Dog in the Mix podcast, hosted by 18 year industry veteran DJ P Dog. DJ P Dog will share stories and have guests that focus on giving artists the tools needed for a thriving music career and a path to better health. You are now in the mix with DJ P Dog. What's going on, everybody? It's your man, DJ P-Dog, in the mix, and you are tuned in or listening to a brand new episode of these guys today, specifically for all my artists out there. Like I said, I'm trying to bring you guys authority figures that can give you the tools necessary to help you have a thriving career, and today's show will do just that, all right? But before we get into the show, man, I want to give some special shout-outs. To everybody um, who's watching via YouTube, who's watching via Facebook, um, Instagram Live, Twitch, Twitter. Um, Thank you guys so much for tuning in. We are streaming this show live. We stream live every Monday night. So if you ever want to catch the show live, you can catch it every Monday night at 9 p.m. Eastern Time on all those platforms. Also, of course, I got to send a big shout out to everybody who's watching the show after the fact or listening to the show, listening via Apple Podcasts. Google Podcasts, or Amazon Audible, iHeartRadio. We're on all those platforms. And, of course, DJPDog.com, all right? Um, Thank you guys so much for hanging out. If you know any artists, share this episode with them because the information that I'm going to be giving on this episode is going to be amazingly vital to their career, all right? Um, But before I get into the show, I know I said that a minute ago, but I got to get this stuff. I got these notes, bro, and I got to get through the notes. All right. So bear with me. Got to send everybody a big shout out for giving me the birthday shout outs last week. Man, listen, I had an amazing birthday weekend Um, the whole week, man. Birthday was actually on last Wednesday. And man, we celebrated from Wednesday all the way through Sunday, bro. It was great. It was amazing getting some time away. Time with the kids, time with my wife, time with other family members. It was a great weekend, bro. So shout out to all of you guys who showed mad crazy love to your boy for hitting me up on the Cash App. That's right. Salute to all y'all who hit your boy up um, on Cash App. And and thank you. Thank you. You guys actually care. Nonetheless, got a great show for you guys. And I'm going to get right into it. And when I come back, all right, I'm going to talk about March Music Madness all right, and I'm going to talk about that and all that good stuff, but I want to get right into it because I think the information that I got is is very good information and very key for you to have a thriving music career. Today, I got my man Brandon Jackson from KDMR Music. He's going to be on the show. I'm going to talk all about him, and he's going to introduce himself, and he's going to um, talk about his music marketing um, company and so many other good things. And then at the end of that interview, I lay out a challenge, and I'm going to double down on it when I come back and talk about March Music Madness. But right now, here's my man Brandon Jackson right here on the DJP Dog in the Mix podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, like I said, I am um, here to bring on authority figures in the music business. And today I have a guy who I believe 
is a an authority figure in music marketing, um, helping artists build their brands, their fan base, their communities, all that good stuff. We're going to be talking about a lot of things here on the show. I got my man Brandon Jackson, okay, and he is the founder of the group KDMR Music, which means Keep Dreaming, Make Reality, um, and they have, a, a, I mean, my man's got a huge library of information that goes back years, bro. Anything you need to know, okay? Anything you need to know. This guy, my man Brandon, he's got what you need, all right? So KDMR Music, let me tell you what it is real quick. It's a platform that is built to help independent musicians flourish on all levels. They take musicians from the bedroom hobbyists to budding professionals and beyond as part of their mission to inspire the world to live out their dreams without compromise ladies and gentlemen welcome to dj p dog in the mix my man brandon jackson thank you thank you that's that's a great intro man you know how you look watch podcasts and they're like oh, i gotta hire you to do my intro everywhere that's how i feel right <laughs> <now>. <laughs> you know it's it's crazy because you know i'm, I'm coming from radio and one of mm. the things that we always learn in radio is theater of the mind right. so you've got to paint pictures whether you're doing a video because people are seeing this via video and audio right. um and so those who aren't watching you know i gotta paint this picture i gotta big you up you know right, what i'm saying right. i gotta i gotta i gotta make sure that I, I big you up enough so when you hit that screen they know okay this guy is a big deal okay yeah. and in my opinion that. based on what i've seen you do bro like you're you're a big deal um and you know a lot of people don't fully understand the importance of a lot of things you do but i appreciate what you do so much so that i had to bring you onto the show and expose you to a lot of people who may not know who you are um but let me let's let's get right into it bro because i gotta sure. ask you this off top okay what what made you get into um this realm of the business were you were you a musician yourself were you an artist an entertainer how did you get into to all this yeah man i mean um i was always into music right i mean i grew up in church and music is okay. a huge part of the black church experience. Uh, so I grew up, you know, wanting to play keyboard, but not being able to have lessons. Right. So I've always had, I mean, I've got a keyboard in front of me now. I can't play a lick, but <laughs> um, you know what I'm saying? So, I mean, growing up, I wanted to be like an R and B singer, but then puberty hit and that what that just wasn't in the cars for me. So, um, but yeah, I started rapping when I was in high school and I was rapping through high school and, and summer college. Um, and as far as making that transition, there was, you know, because like I said, I grew up in church. I'm a Christian, right? And yeah, there was a time period, like my sophomore year, junior year of college, where I just felt like what I was portraying in music just wasn't lining up with my real life. Mm -hmm. And so it was just like, all right, let me just take a step back and I'll come back to the music like when I feel like I have something important to say, right? And so that same time period, I started a tutoring program um, in this Section 8 community out in Greensboro. Okay. That's where I was going to school at. And um, just, you know, building relationships with those kids, you know, we quickly realized that the only role models those kids had were rappers and entertainers. Mm. And I felt like, man, yeah. like, I feel like my voice is a lot more powerful outside of those arenas, you know? And yeah. so... But with that, you know, I had been chasing music or, or being around music since I was like 10, right? And so at this point, I'm like 20 or so. And uh, yeah, so I was like, I, I don't know if I want to be a rapper anymore, but what am I going to do with all this music knowledge? 
Um, yeah. And around that same time, I just happened to stumble on like on Twitter. This was back when Twitter was like popping. I mean, everybody's like Twitter's popping now. I know I get it. You got black Twitter and all that, but <laughs> 09, 2010, 2011. And it was just like tweets and they were just there. There's no ads, everything right. in chronological order. If you catch it, you catch it. If you don't, you don't. That right? was it. That was simpler. It was way simpler. Way simpler. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, so I was a big fan of Ninth Wonder um, and everything coming out of Jamla Records at the time. And this was back when Rhapsody was just about to release her second mixtape. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank her now. Uh, but long story short, Jamla was accepting applications for internships. So okay. I applied to be a marketing intern. Uh, so my, because my degree was in marketing. Uh, so yeah, and I, of course, everyone's got like the crazy music industry story, right? So I applied for the internship. I don't hear back for like weeks, right? Now, this is during the time where the Wonder Year documentary was was screening. And right. he, would do, he was going basically on a tour with this documentary. So the last stop of this tour was in Winston and I was going to school in Greensboro. So I borrowed, <laughs> I borrowed 20 bucks from my friend. I had like, yeah. no gas in my car. I drove to Winston watch the screening and then when the screening's over i go introduce myself like hey i'm brandon i i I, uh applied for the internship and we talked for what felt like an hour just on the sidewalk outside of theater and right and night is just like he's just a a great person because he didn't know me from adam then you know right but you know we talked about like just the black college experience and why you know music business wasn't or music wasn't as valued or hip-hop wasn't as valued HBCU campuses as it was on like white campuses. We talked about a lot of stuff and he's like, all right, man, but I got to go, but we're going to talk about that marketing stuff. Right. Cause I, you know, I came up with some like, yeah, but I think you could do this and this and you should be using, yeah. listen, right. I'm just nerding out. Um, giving them the pitch, bro. You're giving right, them the pitch. Right. I'm giving them the pitch. And so long story short, I had that conversation with him the next week I interviewed with the label manager and then the vice president and I got the internship. And so nice that was like my first music industry experience, right? Getting to tour Bright Lady and kind of see, you know, you see the, I mean, I got whiteboards all over the place in here, right? But you see the project management, you see Mm -hmm. the level of organization, right? I mean, I come from, like I said, I was in school making music in my dorm room. And so like, when you get to like an independent label, it's like, okay, there's like a whole little business here. Um, Right. And so that was really cool. So we had, at that time, Jamla was really big, with the digital street team. They had the Jamla army. And um, so we just had a bunch of people in all different corners of the United States who would tweet out our projects as stuff going on. So my assignment was to kind of monitor social media for a few of the different acts on the label. And then when we did shows and stuff, I got to run the merch table. So that was really cool. And um, yeah, I'm trying to I'm trying to make this short, but everything flows into each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is this <laughs> so, is good. This is good. I'm all about storytelling, man. Tell it. Word, word. So lost so 2011, I got a sticker right here to remind me. A3C. We went to A3C in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. And one of the girls who was on the street team, she's actually Well, just before you go, because this because I'm sure there's a lot of people like, what is A A3C? Oh, That's word. the hip hop music festival. Yes. Um in Atlanta that happens. Right. And it stands for all three coasts. And that name was yeah. actually coined by Ninth Wonder, right? Because it's like the South, the East Coast, and West Coast all, all kind of converge on Atlanta for that right. weekend. Well, back then it was a weekend. Now when they do A3C, it's like a whole week. And there's mm-hmm. it's a really dope festival. I mean, I've never been to South by, 
but I imagine it's very similar at this point. Like, so I haven't like, been to A3C, but I've been I've played South by Southwest word. Um, twice, and man, massive. Yeah, it's huge. <laughs> I mean, they massive. take over Atlanta for A3C, man. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so this girl who was basically like the president of the the street team, um, mm-hmm. somehow it became my job to kind of make sure she was good while we were in Atlanta. And so, and she's from Toronto. And so, okay. you know, we're, we're chopping it up. We're kind of getting to know each other all weekend. And it becomes my job somehow to drive her from Atlanta to Durham so she could take the mega bus back to Toronto. So in that six hour drive, it That's comes a heck out. Of a ride. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, and it was cool because I had to go back to Greensboro anyway. So I had to pass right by. But, yeah. um, you know, so in that six hour drive, you know, we're talking about our aspirations and stuff. And she's a singer songwriter. And she's like, yo, if I ever get serious about this music, like I would love it if you could be my manager. And I'm like, I don't know anything about being a manager, but I'm, I'm down. We can do that. Uh, so this was Phoenix Pagliacci. And she became ah. my first management client uh, back in 2011, 2012. Wow. And so from there, from, you know, taking on that assignment to be her manager, I was like, okay, I need to learn everything there is about the industry. You know, I graduated from school in 2012 and my original goal was to move to NYC, um, stay with some family, maybe get a, a marketing job at one of the major labels. That plan fell through. So when it was like, okay, I'm not gonna be in a major music city, then I gotta really hit the ground running and know everything there is to know so that nobody can like take my artist from up under me. Um, mm. And so that's what started me on the path that I've been on. Um, I got married in 2014 and decided, okay, artist management ain't really the life for me. I don't wanna be out at shows. I don't wanna be on the road, uh, but I've got all this knowledge that I've built up. And so that's when I decided to take it to the internet. And that's how KDMR music was born. Wow, that's, that's, that's a crazy story, bro. <laughs> I mean, just starting at that beginning piece, mm-hmm. it's, it, it amazes me how when I hear some phenomenal stories like yours, mm-hmm. you, you shoot your shot. Yeah. You know, just showing up. I mean, you know, the $20, no gas in the tank, just showing up, not mm-hmm. knowing what's going to happen, but you shot your shot and here we are. Um, that is inspiring to me because I, I see some artists that'll, start out on that kind of path and that grind but you know they'll let stuff stop them you know they'll get discouraged for whatever reason um but to see that not only you took those steps you kept taking other steps because to even get to a place where you're managing somebody that's a huge undertaking and you you studied the game and and now here we are where you had you got all this knowledge and now you're you're still building um on this knowledge this is one of the reasons why i i like following what you do bro because I feel like um, this story that you just told proves my theory, <laughs> okay? Mm-hmm. You keep uh, you know, your finger on the pulse right. of what's happening in the business. Uh, one of the videos I just saw you post um, maybe a week or two ago about um, why Spotify was taking down people's music. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like to even be in a space to... To even be able to talk about that, that lets you know, like you're you're in there, like you're ingrained in what's happening in music culture, in the business, mm-hmm. in the music society, and I think that's that is um, absolutely phenomenal. 
So l- let me ask you this, bro, because you've got a you've got a lot of things, um, and we're gonna make sure we give all your plugs um, <laughs> here at the end. Um, but you've got, I mean, I can literally sit down for hours and mm. just watch some of your videos. But I want to talk about one thing um, in particular. Sure. And that's that's this whole idea of um, it's kind of like a two part thing here. So follow me. So, all right. A lot of indie artists reach out to me and say, hey, man, um, should I get should I seek out getting signed to a label? Mm-hmm. And a lot of times what I tell them is, hey, instead of trying to focus on getting signed, build your fan base. And I think a lot of indie artists, I think it's starting to get a lot better because the guys like yourself and other people who put out the information that you do. I think some people are starting to get it. But I tell people this is the time and day for independent artists like i feel like this is the landscape is is right for indie artists what are your thoughts on that and how would you what would you say to that artist who's saying man should i be signed versus you know building your own situation yeah um you know i'll I'll put on my mean uh record man hat on right so (laughs) if you have to ask whether or not you should be signed to a label you probably shouldn't be signed to a label right it is plain and simple um, but the, the real answer to that is, and I did a video about this a little while back called the, the biggest lie in the music industry. Right. And that's mm. a real clickbaity title. Right. But what it comes down to is like the music industry is evil, man. Right. Like not on like, any Illum- not on like Illuminati conspiracy, nothing like that. Right. But right. The Bible says the love of money is the root of all evil. Right. I have never been in an industry where everyone is as money hungry as it is in the music industry, right? And the lie that everyone tells you at every step of the industry, right, is you need me in order to be successful, hmm. right? It used to be that it was like the record label, right? If you if you want to just make a, a record, you got to go to a label because they own all the, the manufacturing and they own yeah. the distribution chain, right? Well, that's not the case anymore. There's all sorts of online distributors, I use DistroKid, you can have your music up in all the online retailers in like two days, right? So that lie, that's that's debunked, right? The the radio guy, right? The, the, the mix show DJ, right? Talk about it. <laughs> right, he's got, at best, he's got a reach in like three cities, right? Unless he's syndicated. Right. But that guy is gonna like, he positions himself as if if your song is not playing on his radio station or during his show, those three hours in the afternoon when no one's listening to the radio, then you're not popping. You're not you're not gonna be successful, right? The the party promoter, there's one in every city, so yep. you already who it doesn't matter where you're listening to this. You already got the person in your head who's like <laughs> the big shot party promoter who throws all the acts or all the events for the local artists and stuff like that, right? That person wants you to believe that if you don't get on their stage, no one's going to take you seriously as an artist, right? And I can go on and on. There's the booking agent, the venue owner, all the way on down, right? Everyone wants you to feel like if you don't have their buy-in, mm-hmm. you can't be successful. It's all false. The only relationship that is not negotiable is a relationship you have with your fans, right? And what I tell people mm. is, a well-engaged fan base is the key that unlocks any door in the music industry. Absolutely. Right? 
if you want to play the biggest venue in town, all you have to do is be able to prove to that venue owner, booking agent, talent manager, that you can fill up that room, right? So if that venue holds a thousand people and you have 1200 fans in that city, you can book them any night of the week, right? Yeah. So what you really need to be going after are the fans. It's the same with the radio station, right? Remember when Chance is still independent, right? But remember when his first album came out, it wasn't even the first one, it was the um, Chance 3, right? Mm -hmm. um, coloring Book. When that album came out, he put up, he like made an app, right? Where you can, he basically uploaded a database to a website and you could put in what city you're in and request that they play No Problems on the radio. No Problems went number one at radio with no radio wow. promoter, right? Wow. It's like, and that's the power of having fans and activating them, you know? Yeah. Uh, so if your focus as an artist is building up your fan base, building up actual relationships, you know what I'm saying? Getting contact information, email, text message, marketing, all of those things. If you focus, like if somebody asked me yesterday what my number one piece of advice would be uh, for indie artists versus like labels. And I'm like, you treat every fan like they're your first and your last fan, yeah, and you'll be good to go. There it is. So you you've got another video, bro. Because I think that's great, and I think build another building block onto that. You did a mm -hmm. video, um, how to build a community. Yes. Um, talk about the importance of that, because I think I think a lot of artists here, and so a lot of times, let me let me just kind of, and I'm sure you know this, but. Mm -hmm. A lot of times people think build my fan base. That means get more Twitter followers, Instagram mm -hmm. followers, Facebook, whatever, whatever. But that's not true community. Like th those are tools. Right. But mm -hmm. talk about um, the importance of building a solid community and what that looks like. Yeah. And what you're touching on is this idea of vanity metrics, right? Like a lot of artists are so busy trying to look successful that they forget yeah. to be successful. Mm. Right like mm. and so what you want are all these things that make you appear like you're popping you want the instagram numbers you want the the high stream counts next to your songs on spotify you know what i'm saying you want a million followers on twitter right you want all these things but those numbers are just numbers unless you treat them like people mm. right yeah and so when we talk about building a fan base, yeah, you want to have a fan base, right? As artists, everyone wants to be appreciated. Everyone wants to feel like their music is reaching, you know, the maximum amount of people and it's being responded to well. Cool. Yeah. And then also musicians tend to be insecure. They don't want to be seen as failures. So you want something that you can show to your mom because your mom wanted you to be an engineer and you dropped out of school, <laughs> right? So you're like, oh, well, Ma, I got 2,000 followers on Twitter, so I'm good, right? Whatever, right? But the problem with chasing those numbers is you tend to open yourself up to scams, right? I can- Absolutely. Throw, I can throw a rock and hit some random web service or some random dude on Instagram that's like, yeah, I can, uh, I can get you 5,000 Spotify followers tonight for $10. And it's like, if you're in a desperate, mode you'll fall for that and you're like okay cool i'll give him ten dollars and you think you're, you're doing something yeah and then your music gets removed from spotify right so the difference between having numbers and having fans is that fans are real people with real emotions that you can call right 
like having fans is like having friends. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, if I got a thousand people who just randomly follow me on Twitter, if I need something, those people likely aren't going to show up. Right now, for one, the way social media algorithms work, unless you're paying somebody, only 2% of your fan base is even going to see it. Right. So let's say I need $5,000. I got a thousand fans on Twitter. Right. And so I'm like, hey, can everybody just donate $5 to my cause? It'll help get this album fixed, blah, blah, blah. Right. I put that message out. Only 20 people are even going to see the message. Now, if those people were fake followers, then you really got two people that are going to see the message. Right. And if they don't care about you, they're not giving you $5. As simple as that. Right. Now, if I have a thousand people, who, you know, I've been building these up over the years. I've been going out playing shows and they're like, hey man, I really like your set. And I'm like, cool, can I get your email address? I'll let you know when the next show is, right? Now, these are personal relationships. I'm shaking hands, kissing babies, right? They sold, they bought some merch, right? They got a shirt in their closet right now. It's like, oh yeah, I remember when when Brandon uh, came and played this show at the Poor House, you know, five years ago, we had a dope conversation, right? You only Mm -hmm. had to have that one conversation with them, but it stuck, right? Absolutely. Now you got a thousand people like that and you reach out to them and say, and you, now this isn't, you blasting stuff on Twitter. This is you and your email. Like, yo, I got some, some updates. And in the email you say, Hey, by the way, I need $2. If everybody can just donate $2, we could finish this album and then some, well, Hey, I don't mind giving you $2. I know you, I feel like I know you, right? Yeah. And everyone wants to be a part of a movement, right? Do you remember Absolutely. when when Drake was still that kid from Degrassi? Yep. And like he was putting out music and you were like, is that the dude from Degrassi? Like, I can't be the same dude, right? But then your, <laughs> your friends is like, yo, but listen to it though. And he did the song with Lil Wayne and you're like, yo. And you felt like you were a part of something that everybody- you were going along from the journey. Yeah. Yeah, you, you feel like you're a part of this journey. So now when Best I Ever Had comes out, right you're like yeah but i was on drake back then i was rocking with him from day one i'm a day one right people are proud to show that they're fans of yours people are proud to show that they were part of your success and to feel like they're a part of your success right like i just saw i was watching the super bowl and rhapsody rhapsody's song was on the uh the queen latifah equalizer trailer i mean that commercial was all of 15 seconds long but I'm yeah. listening, I'm like, yo, that's Rhapsody. Like, I remember meeting Rhapsody in 2010 <laughs> when she still had the long hair and the flannel shirt, right? <laughs> and so it's like, that. it is different for me, right? And yeah. When you're building real fan relationships, that's how things go. Your fans are excited for every bit of success that you have. And if there's any way they can play a part in it, they'll gladly do so. And that's where you get stuff like the Thousand True Fans Theory. So... And I'm glad you brought that up because that's where I was going to next. Uh-huh. Because I think a lot of people, there's a number that a lot of people get stuck on. Mm-hmm. Okay. What, what do you think that number is? Oh, yeah. I got to make six figures. So there's that. And then mm-hmm. another. So when I'm talking about building a fan base, we, mm-hmm. we always look at, you know, like you said, the vanity matrix. People want to get to that milli. Yeah. Yeah. People want to get it's that the, million. It's the t- 10K on Instagram, and then you want the 1M. <laughs> right. Yeah. 
But you, when you say a thousand true fans, bro, like, because I, I want people to really, really understand um, the principle and the theory behind that. Yeah. Because I think a part of that is not a thousand true fans that stuck on your Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter, because the reality of it is your name may be on it, but Twitter, Instagram, Facebook owns those pages. Right. Yeah. They can do whatever they want. They can shut you down, but building your email list. Yeah. Absolutely. So we talk, I, I teach a framework called the fan journey and okay. we can, we can talk about it a little bit more in depth later. We can, we can have a whole different conversation, but basically what I say is there are five steps to take mm -hmm. somebody from a complete stranger to a super fan. Right. Right. So starting out, they're strangers. They've never heard of you. Right. And maybe your music gets put on a Spotify playlist, or maybe one of their friends is playing you in the car and they're like, Oh snap, who's this person? And they're like, oh, yeah, it's BJ Kicks. Oh, word? Okay, cool. Let me add him on my Spotify. We follow him, see what's up, right? Or then maybe they'll follow you on social media. Once they do that, I'll call them a casual listener, right? You might yep. post something on Twitter. They might see it. They might not. They might watch it. They might not. You know, but every now and then when they're in the mood, they'll take a look, right? Casual They'll listeners. check in, yeah. They'll check in. Now, eventually because you're asking or because you're making exclusive offers, you're gonna get this person on your email list or your text message marketing list, right? At that point, there's an exchange. I give you my contact information in exchange for some music or an exclusive experience or a t-shirt, whatever it might be. Once that exchange takes place, you can reach out to that person anytime you want. You own that relationship. You don't have to depend yeah. on Twitter. That is when I call that person a fan. Right. And so then the next steps after that is once you got somebody as a fan, you want to have them as a customer. Right. You want to sell mm. them some music, sell them some merch, sell them yep. some sort of experience, a concert ticket, whatever. Right. Once they buy that from you, then it is your job to overserve them. Right. They bought a T-shirt, send them some stickers. Uh, you know, you got the software already in your e-commerce. So when you're playing a show in their area, send them a postcard. Or if you see their birthdays coming up, shoot a quick birthday text, right? Or if they're mentioning you on social media, follow back, retweet, reply, right? Yeah. Interacting with these fans and you're nurturing a relationship is what you're doing. But as you continue to over deliver and over serve these customers, they become your super fans. A super fan is someone who is going to tell all their friends about you. No matter how much your tickets are, they're buying them, right? They'll travel 40, 50, yep. 60 miles to a show. There's a chick on my Facebook list right now. I met her at a show in Greensboro. But anytime Lupe is playing anywhere within five states, she's there. Wow. Right? She's a super fan. She's got Lupe's autograph tattooed on her. That's right? crazy. <laughs> you need <pe> right. <laughs> you need people like her, right? You need yeah. people who, no matter what, I mean, you've seen the Beehive, right? Beyonce yeah. and Jay-Z go on tour. That VIP package to meet Beyonce for 10 crazy. minutes. Crazy prices. They pay it because they love Beyonce. Mm -hmm. right? And you'd be surprised how little it takes to get someone to that level of fandom. right? Yeah. Because what most musicians don't think about is that if you're a musician, you're doing something that most people can't do or something that they don't have the confidence to even attempt to do. Right. Yeah. So you're like a superhero to them. Right. Yeah. Them meeting you is like is like me meeting the dude that played Batman when I was a kid. 
right? It's like, yo, like, and so then when you acknowledge them, when you retweet them, when you uh, hug them at the show, like, oh yeah, I remember you from Cleveland or whatever. It's those mm-hmm. experiences that really stick and make someone a super fan. But once that person's a super fan, you got them. So this idea of the thousand true fans theory is that if you've got a thousand super fans who are willing to spend a hundred dollars or more with you on an annual basis. And think about that. That's two Kanye West hoodies, not even right. So if they're willing to spend a hundred dollars with you, then automatically that's six figures a year, six figures, right? No label, no label, right? Some people even do this without a manager. Now, if you, did any job in the world and told your mom that you were making six figures. It's like, Oh, my baby, I'm proud. Right. It's easier than you think. And it happens in the music industry all the time. So coming from a, from a musician's perspective, I'm going to ask you this question here. Sure. Okay. So you want me, you say, I don't have to sign, build my fan base, grow my email list, cultivate my fan base and, and, and get that thousand super fans well brandon let me ask you this because there's a billion artists that's trying to get a thousand fans mm-hmm. bro how can i stand out and you got a video about that i do how to stand out how to stand talk out. about it uh so it come it really comes down to professionalism right hmm. there are seven billion people in the world last somebody counted right <laughs> <laughs> and it seems like 80 percent of those people want to be musicians Right. Yeah. But 80 percent of those people will never look professional in their lives. Right. Like they've got they don't have the look. They don't have the voice. They don't have the talent. Right. So that's that knocks out a fair majority of people right there. Now, you let's assume you do have talent. Let's assume you can sing. Let's assume, Mm -hmm. you know, you are on key. Let's assume you have bars. Right. You're already head and shoulders above most people now. Of the people you know that got bars, how many of them have professional photos? How many of them have a website? How many of them have press kits or professionally checking off the list? Yeah. Right. How many of those people actually post regularly on social media? How many of those people, when they do shows, one, how many of them are even going and getting booked for shows? Right. Right. How many of those people after they perform the show are posting recaps on their social media? How many of those people can articulate to you what makes them special? You know, all of these are things that make you stand out. Right. And when you talk about this professionalism, people think it's like a gatekeeping or an elitist thing that only music professionals care about. But the reality is your fans notice it first right like the average human being can kind of sense what looks good right that's biology right like when you see a woman who looks good right there's something in your brain that clicks and it's like oh right now what's really going on deep down is you're like oh this person is suitable to mate with she can be a good mate for me right your brain has those triggers about everything so right when you're scrolling on instagram and you see Okay, cat picture, cat picture, someone's baby, um, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then you see there's this dude rapping and there's a goat in the picture and his dad's (laughs) wearing Jordans. What? Who is this? Right. You're hooked. Yeah. And it's like (laughs) 
that's a real dude from my hometown, you know, who works in a print shop, but he puts a lot of effort into his music and his social media, right? When you see his stuff, it's like, yo, like you take notice. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, and nowadays it's easier than it has been in the past to do those things. Like you can yeah. get a, a really good music video shot for $500, right? Um, you can go out with, this is an iPhone 10, iPhone 10 right here. Yeah. Um, you could shoot really Literally. good photos for your Instagram with that. Yeah. I started a YouTube channel shooting videos on this, right? Now it wasn't a video, it wasn't me acting as a musician. So the quality wasn't where it would need to be for that. But people subscribe. That channel has almost a thousand subscribers right now. And I started nice. it in November. You know what I'm saying? Wow. So like it takes so much less than it did before to do everything we're doing. Um, so yeah, to stand out as an artist, it really just, it it's down, comes down to taking yourself seriously. You know what Absolutely. I'm saying? Like, it's, it's just like when, um, when you were, when you were growing up and they're talking about like job skills and interview skills and stuff. And it's like, you know, you want to sit up straight. You want to, you want to look somebody in the eyes when you shake their hands, you know, you want to dress up for success, right? It's the same with your music career. You don't want to, you want to half do anything. Um, but if you have knowledge and you can act professional, right? The biggest thing is understanding what everyone in the industry needs from you. Yeah. Right? So a lot of people, they lose points with me asking me to do stuff that I don't do. Right. Like somebody will hit me up like, yo, man, I really need a manager. Can you manage me? And I'm like, it's right there on my website. There it we is. Don't accept, we're not accepting <laughs> management clients right now. You know what I'm saying? But the or, reality of it is, if, if they look at your videos, you're given the knowledge. More. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Right. And so that's the thing, right? So there's almost 200 videos on my YouTube channel right now. Mm -hmm. Right. So if you come to me asking me questions and it's clear that you've not watched any of them, it's like, okay, you're wasting my time. Why? 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 And you're wasting your time, more importantly. People don't want to do the work, man. That's that's what I've 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 just come to realize. People think that there's some type of magic formula you get with an individual and it just pops off. Mm -hmm. And it's like, guys, that's that is not the reality. Like it it may happen like that for mm. a handful of people. Like there may be a few stories that are out there mm. like that, but the reality of it is, man, you gotta work. Absolutely. <laughs> you you gotta work. Yeah, yeah. nah, the um People get on me, right? People uh, are like, yo, how do you give out so much information? Like, how can your business be successful if you give everything out for free? And it's like, well, most people don't want to do the work. Most <laughs> people have no idea that all this information is right there on my page for free, right? Now, of course, you know, if you're paying me, you're paying me to organize that information and tailor that information directly to your situation. Right, right. right? Like, so there's obviously value in what I'm doing, but reality is most people have no clue that it's there because yeah. most people are lazy so brandon with all that being said bro this is this is this is the point of the show where we get you to plug in all your stuff because i'm sure because i'm i'm pushing this particular episode you know all of my episodes i push but this one i want to push specifically to a lot of indie artists that i know i'm on a ton of facebook pages with thousands of, of musicians and artists 
um, of all genres. And, and I believe that what the information that you're giving out um, through your website, through KDMR, it, it, it's not just a hip-hop thing. I believe it could be it's music. It's, it's music, yeah. music industry in general. Mm-hmm. And to be honest, man, like some of this stuff, can, you can apply some of these principles to just e- any e-commerce or anything, you know, beyond music. But let everybody know um, where they can find you, bro, because all the questions that I asked tonight were mm-hmm. based on videos that you have already. Yeah. Um, and so give everybody the plugs, let them know about your blog, your marketing mm-hmm. website, the YouTube channels, the whole night. Cause you got a lot of stuff, bro. You got a lot of stuff. <laughs> I got my hands on a few places, man. Um, but yeah, so my main business is KDMR music, right? And that's where I teach independent musicians how to build sustainable careers. Um, uh, my focus is marketing. And so that's normally what I teach, but our flagship product or our flagship program it's called Master Music Marketing. Um, and it's a it's two prongs. So it's an online course that's eight modules long. It was originally designed for you to take over two months. And what it teaches you um, is the first half of the program is just straight up getting your business in order, registering, mm. registering your music for all the royalties, uh, making sure you have a website, making sure your website has the right information on it, uh, setting up your email marketing uh, software, setting up uh, automations so that, right, basically it's all about building your house so that when uh, somebody discovers you, they can yeah. quickly become a fan, right? They can kind of stumble on you. And there's a lot of stuff that you can automate to where they learn about you, they're educated quickly, and they come into your ecosystem, right? So we build up that system for you to be able to kind of do that in your sleep, right? Or while you focus on something else, right? So now that that house is built, you've got the the foundation, you got all the walls built. Now it's time to invite people over. It's time to party, right? So the second half of the program, we talk about marketing. We talk about list building. We talk about email lists. We talk about press and networking. We talk about uh, Facebook ads and uh, playlisting and stuff like that. We talk about booking shows, uh, all of it, all of these things that are designed for you to go out and get fans and bring them back to this house. Because in the first half, you already learned how to make money from them. So that's what we do in the course. So you get access to that eight module course and you could take it at your own pace. It's lifetime access and you're inside nice. of a Facebook group where you can ask questions around the clock. I answer every day. Um, and if I don't answer in a comment, I actually will make a new video just for you and put it in the group for everybody else to see as well. So you get access to that Facebook group. And on top of that, we do monthly coaching calls. So the idea is you join the class, right? You go through for a few weeks and you start implementing from day one, every day of training, ends with me saying now go do this before tomorrow right so Mm. after a few weeks you've already got your website in order your bios in order like you're looking you're looking pretty good in these streets right now that you've got that done we go through and every month we have a coaching call so i can say hey where are you stuck what's working for you what's not working for you you know and you know new stuff comes out every day new programs come out right 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 so we talk about all that stuff on our coaching calls every month Um, And it's a really cool community. I really enjoy running that. I really enjoy building relationships with my students, getting to know where they are in their careers and watching them blossom and build sustainable businesses for themselves. Uh, So that's the main product. And if you want to learn more about that, you can go to mastermusicmarketing.com. 
Uh, for people who are not will- ready to make that type of investment, it's about two hundred dollars, um, but it's lifetime access. I think that's a steal that for similar programs. Steal, bro! Unbelievable. <laughs> are you kidding me? Listen, for similar programs, I've seen people <laughs> charge thousands of dollars, and yeah. those programs don't have that monthly coaching aspect. That's just for the little video course. Um, wow. And so I put this out there because I mean, most musicians, you know, they're, if you're trying to learn how to make money, it's because you don't have money, right? So, you know, I put this out there, I make it affordable, I do it in a way that, you know, is still profitable for me. So I can afford to keep putting the information out there and, and helping you guys out. But my goal is not to charge y'all over the head for, for stuff that you could Google for free. It's like, no, I want to easily organize this information and make it as easy for you as possible, especially in a pandemic, right? And recovering from all kinds of nonsense. I want you to be able to go out there, put this stuff to use and start making money. But for people who are not ready to make that type of investment, I also have a book that I wrote. It's called The Music Marketing Guidebook. And it's basically an introduction to marketing both online and in real life for musicians. So if you have the time and if you're willing to put in the sweat, you can actually make some pretty good progress just with that book. And that's only 20 bucks. Um, And if you don't want to make any type of investment at all, that's cool. There's almost 200 videos on our YouTube channel at KDMR Music. I guarantee you, if you watch my channel for an hour, you'll learn a whole bunch. So absolutely do it. So yeah, you can find us at, like I said, the website is mastermusicmarketing.com or YouTube slash KDMR music. We're KDMR music on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, wherever we are. And I'll make sure I have all this information in the show notes. And Mm -hmm. I want to do this. Okay. Mm -hmm. I want to do this. Not plan. I, I thought about it on the fly as you was giving me your spill just now. Okay. I want to challenge at least five artists mm-hmm. who may be listening to this to to take up um, and invest in yourself and do that two hundred dollar um, class. And and we we just laid out you know building a fan base, cultivating your community, standing out, and getting your fans to walk with you on that journey. So if you don't have the money, listen, we're talking about an, an investment of a fan, you know, 10 of your fans giving you 20 bucks right. to help you advance your situation. The price is unbelievable, bro. Like I'm, I'm blown away. Like I can't wait to get this episode out now mm. um, so that people can hear um, what you have to offer. Mm. That price is unbelievable. I'm stuck on that, bro. Like seriously. <laughs> Mm. I, I, I really am. And I'm not just saying that because I've seen your work and I follow mm. what you do. Um, and you're right. I've seen other programs and this. They they are pricey. Right. They are very pricey. Right. Um, they're they're worth their price as well. But mm. with what you're offering at that price it's like, guys, like you've got no excuse. Yeah. I you know, it to even if you don't have. Way. Yeah. Even if you don't have the fans, mm. you got 10 family members. Yeah. That'll believe in what you're doing. I know artists right now that I've given this challenge to and they couldn't see it. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like they were afraid to ask, like, listen, if you really want to do this, my man, Brandon, KDMR Music, is give, he wants to give you the tools, guys. You know, I got no dog in the fight. I'm not getting this ain't no affiliate marketing thing because right. I, I want my man to win. That's why I brought him on the show because mm. I see what he's doing. And so I want to challenge at least five. Um, and I'm saying that. You're hearing that on the podcast, but I'm thinking of five that I want to personally challenge mm. 
that I'm going to personally reach out to and say, hey, guys, you need to hop on this. Right. Um, seriously. So, so to make it a little bit easier, right? Okay. Because folks are always like, man, like that price, I, I can't do that right now. I don't get paid till next week, right? So we have an option called quad pay. If you go okay. and now you won't even see it unless you get to checkout, right? And it's how we people out. But if you get to checkout, you'll see you can actually get started for about $49, right? And what, the way quad pay works, you pay it over six weeks. So every two weeks, you'll get another automatic draft to your debit card. It's no like credit scheme. There's no interest rate, nothing crazy. Um, but you get access to the course once your first payment is made that day. And so you could get learning. By the time you pay the $200, you already made it you, back. You could have flipped it. Right. Guys, I, honestly, I'm speechless, bro. That's <laughs> I'm going to have all this information in the show notes. Okay? You guys will have no excuse. I'm going to have all the information. And um, please, if you're serious about your career, because my, my goal at this point in, in, my, in this season of my career is to help new indie artists make it. That's, that's right. it. I'm a DJ. I still like playing good music. I'm mm -hmm. all about that. But I want to see you guys win. I want to see you build sustainable businesses. Okay? Absolutely. Not just put out good music, but have sustainable businesses. And my man, Brandon, with KDMR Music, he's got some of the tools that you need to, to like you said, to build that house. Absolutely, and so, man. I started so, this Brandon, because, man. you know what I'm saying, yeah. we, were on the, we were on the road in Atlanta. There were artists that were playing A3C, and then the next year, you know, they're doing other stuff because they couldn't make it work. And I'm like, yo, those two, those, they were so talented. How couldn't they make it work? Yeah. I don't yeah. want to see that happen to anybody else, man. And, and, you know, me being in the business now, going on 18 years, bro, like I've seen people come and go, bro. Yeah. Um, I've seen people who were signed to mm -hmm. major labels and, and just got lost in the weeds, bro. And so this is, this is the time. The, this, the land for the NDR, the playing field is leveled. Yeah. Okay? Get the information. You know what I'm saying? Get the knowledge, apply it, and, and, and watch it work. That's, that's all I got to say. Um, about that brandon man thank you so much for taking time out of your schedule bro um this was great information wow. and i and i hope that five of those artists take up on that challenge and and, and you get this thing popping for some guys bro i want to see cats win and so right. thank you for taking time out bro and um wow. i'm gonna have to get you back on the show i'm gonna have to do some more digging um mm -hmm. and see if we can get you back on the show um and maybe even uh we'll do maybe like a special show maybe we can have a couple of artists on the call with us that can maybe ask some questions that they may have um, and see if you can get them pushed a little forward um, oh, yeah. as well. So, yeah, so we're going we're gonna to make this thing happen, man. But but listen, man, listen, y'all keep it locked right here on DJ P-Dog in the mix, the podcast. Don't go nowhere. So there you guys have it, man. My man Brandon Jackson with KDMR Music. Listen, please hit up the website to join the music marketing, um, the tools he's got, amazing you guys heard it you heard the price i laid down the challenge i said five artists that i want to help personally bring on to that and listen i've already got two spots already taken even before the show started i talked to two particular artists two young guns in the game who i think are going to do some amazing things i told them about brandon and the program and they said sign us up they sent me the money immediately brandon's got they're already taking the classes they're already in the courses all right so join in, folks. Listen, again, all that information 
is going to be in the show notes um, of the show. So right down in the description of today's episode, it's all there, man. Please pass this information along to any artist that you know. If you are a fan of, of an artist, an indie artist, and you're like, man, I want this guy to blow up. I want this girl to blow up. Whatever it may be, the group to blow up, whatever. And you're wanting to know what you can do to help them out. Not only help them by giving them this information, but hey, why don't you give a little bit of change to them, you know what I'm saying, so they can help get this program popping, all right? That's how some of these artists that I've worked with already got in. They got their fans to help them out, and you can do it too. If you're an artist, check in with your fans. Let them know what you want to do, all right? People will support what you're doing if they really, really, really believe in it, all right? Hey, listen, man, we are in the month of March. Um, the day of this episode is actually March 1st which means I'm going to be doing my March Music Madness. I did not do this last year, but I will be doing it this year. And so this year, March Music Madness is going to be a series of shows, all right, that I do live stream on my Twitch and YouTube channel. And so I've got shows that I got lined up. I've got an event called Dance with the Family. It's going to be happening um, on the, the second Sunday of every month starting this month. And the first show that I'm going to be doing for March Music Madness is going to be the New Jack Swing Mix. I'm talking about, I'm taking y'all back to some old school Teddy Riley, Babyface, um, you know, uh, Bell, um, who, Edition, um, who else was some of the, um, New Jack Swing, bro, okay, Kid and Play, okay, we got New Jack Swing for you guys, that's what I got, alright, Full Force, okay, Full Force, bro, New Jack Swing, that's what I got, Chucky Booker, okay, listen, it's gonna be crazy, it's gonna be a crazy mix, that's all going down. You saw the commercial at the top of the show, um, and I may play it here at the end of the show as well just to remind you guys. But that's going to be going on. Those are the first two shows. Then I've got other mixes that I'm going to be doing. I've got a mix called In Case You Missed It, where I'm going to be playing some of the bad Christian hip-hop, okay, taking y'all back to some records that some of y'all may have forgot or some of y'all may have missed them all together. I got you covered. So I got that mix coming. I've got a tribute mix to one of my favorite Christian hip-hop groups of all time. And I'll be telling you, and, and if you know me, you know why this is one of my favorite groups of all time. 116 Click, bro. 116 The Movement. I got a 116 tribute show that I'm going to be doing. Also got Justin Timberlake versus Bruno Mars. That's going to be happening as well during March Music Madness. It's going to be a crazy month, bro. And so how do you guys see those events? Well, one, as you tune into the podcast, I will be announcing those events, of course, follow me on all social platforms at DJP Dog on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Twitch, YouTube. You know what I'm saying? I'm in all those spaces. So make sure you guys follow me there. And these shows will be broadcasted live on Twitch and YouTube exclusively. All right. And the reason why I got to broadcast it there is because some of the other channels, they don't take too kindly to DJs playing live music. So that's that's what we're going to be doing. All right. And another great way that you guys keep up with me, the best way, actually, to keep up with me is by joining my email list. So go to djpdog.com forward slash free, djpdog.com forward slash F-R-E-E, and sign up for the email list. I send out an e-blast about upcoming dates, um, upcoming live streams, upcoming podcasts, whatever. You name it, it's there. That's the best way, the absolute best way to keep up with with your boy, all right? Well, listen, man, I'm, I'm going to keep this thing moving. I'm, uh, I'm going to play the commercial to roll out, and then I'm going to get on up out of here. But I am your man, DJ P-Dog, in the mix, and I'm going to holler at you guys. Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute.
how could I forget this? There's so many things that are going on, man. People are getting ready to have graduation parties and events, whatever. And you may be looking for a DJ or someone that can produce your virtual shows, all right? My company not only provides you the best DJ virtually, I know a guy, right? I know a guy. But I also produce live stream events as well. So if you need somebody to actually produce your live stream event to broadcast it via Zoom on any social platform, that as well all right and the best way to contact me i'll put this in the show notes hit me up by email at info at djpdog.com and i'll get you the information all right info at djpdog.com info at djpdog.com info at djpdog.com want to make sure you guys get that all right i'm gonna holler at you guys later one Peace. DJP Dog kicks off the March Music Madness series with a touch of nostalgia and brings you his New Jack Swing mix. Y'all ready for this? It's going down March 12th, 9 p.m. Eastern Time, 8 p.m. Central. Can I get your attention, please? Event will be streaming live on Twitch.tv and YouTube.com at DJP Dog. I know you're gonna dig this. Thank you for checking out DJP Dog in the Mix podcast. Please subscribe via YouTube and hit that notification button. Also subscribe via Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and Amazon Audible.